Welcome to Ask the Beauty Advisor, a podcast that answers your health and beauty questions. Hosted by health and beauty advisor, Deanna Lynn. Hey there, it's time for Ask the Beauty Advisor, the podcast where we answer all your health and beauty questions. I'm your host, Deanna, and I'm here to get answers to those health and beauty questions that you or your clients may be asking. On today's episode, I'm going to be answering the question, what is the difference between a lightening cream and a brightening cream? I'm also going to be answering a question about Epsom salts. Do Epsom salts really have the power to soothe achy muscles, or is that just an old wives' tale? We'll find out today. But before I answer those questions, I have a couple of questions I'd like to answer about the podcast. First of all, I want to answer the question that I get a lot about how do I listen to your podcast? I share the podcast on social media, and sometimes somebody may randomly come across an episode and they want to find out where they can, where the podcast is, where they can listen to it. The best place for you to listen to a podcast is on your phone. You can listen to a podcast on either an iPhone or an Android phone. And here's how. Let's start with the iPhone. On your iPhone, There's an app. It's kind of purplish in color, and it says podcast. Click on that. Once that opens up in the lower right-hand corner, you'll see an icon, a search icon. Click on that. In the search bar, type in Ask the Beauty Advisor, hit search. Once you see the icon for Ask the Beauty Advisor, click on that, and you'll see a subscribe button. Click that. Now you can scroll down and listen to all the episodes. It's that easy. For Android, it's Google Play Music. Click on that. You'll get a window that'll pop up, or when the app opens up, you'll see a free version or a paid version. Select the free version. Podcasts are free. Once you open the app up with the free version, there'll be a menu in the upper left-hand corner. Click on that. Scroll down to Podcasts. Click that. Once that opens up, type in Ask the Beauty Advisor. Hit Search. Once the show comes up, hit the subscribe button. You now can scroll down and listen to Ask the Beauty Advisor on your Android phone. This is exactly how you search for other podcasts or interests. You can type in a topic that you're interested in. Let's say you're interested in knitting. Type in knitting. All the knitting podcasts come up. There's a podcast for almost every subject you can imagine. You've just opened up a whole new world of entertainment. So have fun. All right, so real quickly, here's the next question. What is the schedule of your podcast? How often do you have a podcast and when does it come out? I release three episodes a month. They usually come out on or before Thursday. All right, with all that being said, let's go ahead and get today's episode started. You've got mail, Miss Lynn. Yes, we do have some mail today and... Since I have two questions to answer today, let's first start with Maggie's question. Maggie writes, Hello, Deanna. I was wondering if you could answer this question for me. I have dark spots on my face and neck. I recently bought a cream that said it contained a licorice root and that it would brighten my skin. I also saw a cream that contained an ingredient called hydroquinone that said it would lighten my skin. I'm a little confused as to which will work best for my condition. 
Is there a difference between lightning and brightening? Which ingredient is better, licorice root or hydroquinone? Thanks for your answer in advance, Maggie. Maggie, as a skincare professional, this is a question that I get asked a lot. So here's the answer that I always give to my clients. First of all, brown spots and splotches can appear both in lighter and darker skin tones. Now, there are three main situations that can cause brown splotches or spots to appear on the skin. One, of course, being sun damage. This comes from unprotected skin or prolonged exposure to UV rays. And this is really the primary cause of irregular pigmentation in a lighter skin tone. In fact, the sun can make some of these other situations even worse. Like, for instance, melasma. So what is melasma? Melasma is a brownish discoloration that can occur with pregnancy or even after the use of birth control pills. And it's sometimes referred to as the pregnancy veil. Dark areas or dark spots can also be caused by something called post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. Now, this is dark areas or spots that are provoked by an injury to the skin. Let's say like a bug bite, a scratch, acne, or even eczema. Let's now talk about lightning versus brightening. Now, legal definitions are supposed to help us navigate skincare products but oftentimes they just really confuse the consumer. The FDA allows only hydroquinone to make the claims that it can lighten the skin. Hydroquinone is a widely used ingredient, and it acts by preventing new melon production. So over time, the darkened cells naturally turn over and are replaced by healthy cells. Because hydroquinone is regulated by the FDA, products with hydroquinone are required to list their concentrations on the label. Now, over-the-counter skin lighteners with hydroquinone have between 1 to 4%, while prescription treatment products have much higher levels. However, there are a number of ingredients like soy or licorice root that have been proven to have the ability to improve the skin's clarity. Soy and another ingredient called niacinamide can prevent melon formation, while other ingredients like kojic acid can break down existing melon. Dozen of good quality studies have been shown many of these ingredients to be effective, but the FDA only allows them to say that they are skin brighteners, not skin lighteners. So while research has shown these ingredients to work, It's hard to tell which product to buy because the manufacturers are not required to list the concentrations of these other melon fighters on the label. Personally, I would recommend that you look for products that have a combination of agents that both inhibit and break down the melon. And equally important, no matter what product that you select, be sure to use a really strong mineral sunscreen so that you can prevent further UV damage. Keep in mind that even the most effective skin lightener or brightener or even uber-expensive laser treatments can't really help the skin if it's unprotected. Good to know, Miss Lynn. Very good to know. Hey, hey there, Hazel. How you doing? That's Hazel. She's my new podcast assistant. She's here to help me with the podcast. So if you hear any mistakes in the podcast, you can now blame it all on Hazel. Oh, no! 
Sorry, Hazel, not funny. Anyway, moving right along, let's read Janet's email. My dad worked really hard in shipping and receiving, and after a really specially hard day, he would come home, dump some Epsom salts in a hot tub of water, and soak until dinner. Soak until dinner? Oh my God, he must have been wrinkled up like a prune. He claimed... (laughs) I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. He claimed it took the kinks out of his joints. And my mom also used Epsom salts to help remove splinters and relieve her sore feet after a day in high heels. Do Epsom salts really work, or is this just another old wives' tale? Well, Janet, some of these old wives' tales, so to speak, really are effective. After all, Epsom salts has been a home remedy for centuries. Now, chemically, it's a mix of magnesium and salt fates, and was named after Epsom in England, where it was first made by boiling down mineral water. Now, my parents and grandparents always used Epsom salts for sore feet or even splinter removal. But despite centuries of use, finding published studies on the benefits of Epsom salts proves to be incredibly difficult. There is practically no evidence that soaking in Epsom salt water has beneficial effects on the body. However, centuries of aches and pains have led to three theories on why it works. Okay, so theory one. Epsom salts makes the water feel good. It makes it feel nicer. Epsom salts really enhance the water's feel, making it feel soft, smooth, and gives the water a slight buoyancy. By reducing the pull of gravity, there is less stress on sore muscles and joints. Now, some researchers have speculated that the comfortable hot water encourages people to relax and often stay longer in the bath. Heat alone can help heal sore muscles, but oftentimes people rush through a bath treatment. Epsom salts make the bath more enjoyable, and therefore people stay in for the full recommended treatment time. Theory 2. As the name implies, Epsom salts is a salt and as such can affect water levels in the body. The higher sodium levels in the bath water encourages the body to equalize by drawing water out of the tissues. Since achy muscles are usually swollen with water, drawing out the water reduces pain from the swelling. This might also be why Epsom salts releases splinters. It pulls moisture from the skin and around the splinter, providing better access for removal. Okay, now for theory three. There's a lot of talk about absorbing magnesium into your body from an Epsom bath. And even though magnesium is an essential mineral and it's important for management of a wide range of body functions, including heat regulation, energy, and the formation of bones and teeth, there are some experts who believe this to be true And there's even a few studies that support this theory of absorption. But think about this. Magnesium sulfate, it's famous as a powerful laxative. In fact, it's even used in the dreaded colonoscopy. It's used as a prep. So if we did absorb it from a bath, wouldn't it cause world-class diarrhea? (laughs) 
That's just a little food for thought. In my opinion, if it's working for you, then go for it because it's been used for centuries and it is totally and completely safe. So that concludes this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and I want to thank you very much for listening. I will be back next week, hopefully. Um, If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions, you can post them on Facebook. You can message me on Facebook. Ask the Beauty Advisor on Facebook. You can send me a personal email. That's deanna at beautyradionetwork.com. Until next week, I want to say goodbye. Hazel, you want to say goodbye? Bye now, y'all. Ask the Beauty Advisor is a part of the Beauty Radio Network. If you have a podcast or need help in starting a podcast and would like to be a part of a free, supportive network, Then learn more by contacting Deanna at beautyradionetwork.com.